Hey everyone, this is Blake Fisher with Viva Downtown coming back to you with the Downtown Discussion where we highlight the people who enhance downtown through social, cultural, and economic development. And today I'm joined with Miss Anne Thomas of Shasta Living Streets. Anne, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Anne, what is Shasta Living Streets and how long have you been involved? Shasta Living Streets is a nonprofit organization. Um, I'm the founder and director, and we started as a handful of volunteers 11 years ago. 11 years ago? Yeah, 2020 was our 10-year anniversary, but we missed the party. So, Oh, geez. Well, yeah. happy anniversary. We're gonna, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we are dedicated to building prosperous communities, families, and individuals through active living excellence. So biking, walking, transit, and vibrant public places. Um, It's kind of a a lot of things all at once, but it really all goes together. Um, And that's what living streets is a term that uh, Charlie Gandy helped uh, come up with about 10 or 11 years ago. So when we started, um, we're not a place where it would make sense to have a biking organization and a walking organization, you know, like it kind of all goes together anyway, Um, so. That's how uh, our organization works. Well, I'm so glad that Shasta Living Streets is in downtown because their location actually activated the former police station, too. And it is one of the coolest, coolest buildings for what you guys have done to it because it's not only been an art gallery, it's a music venue, it's a study venue, it's a hangout venue. Um, Yeah, it's that... um Yeah, we didn't know how it would turn out. And what was exciting about that was uh, we received a grant from the McConnell Foundation to use what we call, it's a kind of building. It's basically a humongous shed and just see who in the community would come forward. So we were the operators. And in the course of one year, we had over 100 organizations and uh, groups come through and use the space for something. So it was really fun and still is. We're, we're still there. It's a little bit hot in the summer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. have a beautiful sunset view, but yeah. oh, my goodness. It's hot. It's nice in the mornings. Um, we do have one room that's air conditioned for, thank goodness, for office and such like that. Um, and we're doing try biking. It's Friday, which is a series of sort of events and activities on Fridays. Um, people can come down really anytime, but Friday morning is a nice time. And we do guided bike tours of the loop trail and such, um, talk to people about their questions about biking in the community, um, or walking. And, um, and we're about to throw our next biggest party, as you know, but we'll tell people about that. Well, speaking about the <laughs> Connector Loop, this is exactly yeah. why I wanted you to come on here, uh, Anne. Dieselhorst to downtown. Um, for many people, everybody knows what the Dieselhorst Bridge is because for many, you may have jumped off of it into the Sacramento River to go <laughs> swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's one of our historic structures. It is part of the Sacramento River Trail. But yeah. what's been developing is this new diesel horse to downtown bike trail. And what's the story on this? Yeah, so um, we certainly aren't the only people or the first people who ever wanted to connect the river trail to downtown. But 11 years ago, when I started talk, we started talking about um, connecting the river trail to downtown and describing the Sacramento River Trail and 225 miles 
of trails that are connected to the Sundial Bridge as a world-class trail system, that was something that was new to a lot of people. They didn't realize we are truly one of the five best cycling uh, trail systems in the U.S. Um, I didn't say that. It was the trail organization that said that. So wow. um, we've been trying for a long time uh, working with the local agencies to figure out how to connect the river trail into downtown. And uh, given all kinds of things, the hills and the, the sort of the way the streetscape now is and it, um, the uh, UP, the train uh Operators don't want another path under the train. Anyway, it took a long time to find the right route, but it is spectacular and it's almost done. So after a good, you know, we've been working on it uh, collectively for about eight years. So there's multiple funding sources that um, came through from the state and uh, to, put, to put the trail together the way it is. And um, it's awesome. So we're going to have a party together with City of Reading and other partners on July 15th. Which so July is 15th is when this officially opens to the public? Yes. Wow. So you've been working on this for eight years. Um, why is this important for our community? So there's so many reasons. Um, and I guess I characterize it, and the overarching theme is biking makes our city better. So that's not just for Reading, but we know that's true from all sorts of research and, and the way things um, have developed in other places. So when we know that um, when we give people high quality facilities, so the, the people who are driving by in their cars and would love to ride their bike to work sometimes or to wherever they're going, um, they won't do that unless it's a safe, comfortable facility. The, most people will not ride um, in traffic. So we need to get people out of traffic. And what's amazing about this trail is it does that. It's, it's it does fully exactly protected. that. Yeah. yeah. So a five-year-old can ride it. A 75-year-old can ride it. People feel comfortable walking and riding on this route. And it's beautiful. Um, it's a short distance between, you know, the, the diesel horse to downtown uh, is, is not a long route. Um, and it will be fully connected into a loop that is like a five-mile loop um, that brings people in and out of downtown. Um, but this is, this is one piece of that. So it helps. I, somebody yesterday said it this way, which I love. Um, we're connecting the river trail to the cash registers. That's one way of thinking about it, yeah. That is a great way to think <laughs> yeah. about it because yeah. we have so many amazing downtown businesses that are going to benefit from this new trail. Yeah. Last night, um, I know I could say last night <laughs> on this podcast, but I got to um, join Anne and a lot of our local bikers on trying out the trail for the first time. And it was right at golden hour at 8 yeah. o'clock, so the sun was setting and this uh, trail has been just freshly paved and lined. And I have to say, when you ride this trail, you're going to look at downtown and Reading in a whole new light because it feels like a true urban experience that I don't yeah. think a lot of people have gotten to experience. And number one, it felt so safe. Yeah. I am not a bike rider at <laughs> all. But after that, it made me realize I can be a bike rider and I want to be a bike rider. Yeah. Um, and also it gets you, when you come into downtown, it gets you right onto California Street which connects you to 
majority of our downtown businesses. Yes, and we do have funding, and there's a plan in place to con to continue the two-way biking and and the walking all the way down California Street to Yuba at this point, um, and that should happen soon. So explain this trail. Where does it? I know that it you get off on California to start the trail, but how do? What is the trail? Basically yeah. Connecting? So let's see. So obviously, trail goes both ways. Um, but if you say you start in downtown, and if you're on Division, which is over by Theory Coffee, there's some businesses there now that people know over by Cascade Paint. Mm -hmm. So from California Street at uh, Division, there's a two-way protected bike lane. Um, it's like a, it's like a, uh, what did Isaac say? It's like a little street for bikes. It's, um, it's awesome. So it runs uh, just alongside of the car road um, next to the sidewalk. So it's kind of like a multi-use path in that sense. People are walking and then right next to that is biking and right next to that uh, the cars are driving. So that goes down uh, division. It makes a turn. One of the really great things about this route is there's no major intersection to cross. So you go under Eureka Way, which a lot of people don't realize uh, that's what happens right there next to the train tracks on Center Street. So you go under Eureka Way, um, along Center Street, you make a left turn right at the Caltrans headquarters, which is kind of awesome. There's a law firm across the street there. Um, and then you go underneath the trestle and it opens up to a view that people have not realized that we have. So when you're right there on the bluff, sort of um, near Court Street, you're up high over the river, and you have this western view of sometimes you see the Trinity Alps with snow on them. Um, you can see Mount Shasta through the train, the curved train trestle. It's beautiful there. Um, and we're hoping to, we're working uh, and have some funding to create a cultural piece right there to honor our uh, local native uh, people and a big sort of a plaza right there. But um, that's so, wonderful. yeah, that's a future addition to the, to the trail. So then at that point, you have two options to get to the bridge. You can, uh, from um, the, you're, you're on the east side of Court Street, you can go down the hill on a multi-use path. It goes along the gardens there, the community gardens. Um, it's a beautiful path. It's a little bit uh, of a hill. So if you're going up, it's a little bit steep. Uh, if you're going down, it's really fun. Um, <laughs> And it goes down, and then it goes underneath the diesel horse bridge. And what a lot of people don't realize, so we're restoring this uh, historical path that was under the diesel horse bridge always. Um, it just, in past years, had been, you know, sort of neglected and dirty and messy and no good access to it. So now the path goes under the diesel horse bridge, and then you can loop around and either, you know, get on the trail right there on the south side of the river or loop around and get on the diesel horse bridge to head out to wherever you want to go. Um, the second option from that sort of high point by the trestle is you can walk across Court Street. Um, there's a crosswalk with a, now a safety facility there where you can press the button and the lights flash so drivers know that you're crossing the street. And that's on North Court Street, mm -hmm. which yeah. that I have to commend um, the great work that has gone over there because that used to be 
I got to be honest, a treacherous path to cross, especially for cars that used to pull yes. out on there, for people that wanted to cross the street. Now it was the easiest, safest way to go across the street to the trail. But also it's visually pleasing. Yes. It's pedestrian friendly. It looks really nice. And it's going to make a safer route for all of these cars that are coming down North Court Street. Yeah, it's safer for everybody. It's safer for people driving. There, there have been many collisions there. Um, we had a, a tragic situation where a teenager was hit on the sidewalk mm. um, because of the, um, you know, speeding uh, driving. The driver went up on the sidewalk and hit somebody. So it's um, it's definitely made things safer and more pleasant. And then the the path down to the Diesel Horse Bridge from that point is also much less steep. Yes. Yeah. So it's much more comfortable for walking. And for anybody who has some, um, you know, mobility kind of handicap or, or, you know, trouble in any way, that's, that's a good route. It's a good route. And number one, it was pedestrian first and yes. um, made it capable for all types. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. So <coughs> July 15th is when this officially opens. Now, on top of the diesel horse to downtown, there's a connector loop. So you hit the Sacramento yeah. um, River Trail and you go around to the Sundial Bridge. Mm -hmm. um, so now where does this connector loop come into if you're <clears throat> getting off the Sundial? Yeah, so we have funding now and uh, City of Reading engineers and planners are, are put have the plan in place to go from the Sundial Bridge, um, two different routes sort of through the Turtle Bay area to safely get to the overpass of 44. Um, where there will be an addition built for safe cycling across the uh, the, pa the over the 44 right there. Those intersections are a little challenging because they have to move the cars as quickly as possible in and out of there, and which we all understand. There's only one way in and out for cars. So, um, but that will be made much more comfortable and safe for people walking and biking. And then you'll uh, come across 44 on the west side. And what you do is you, you'll make a right turn onto a two-way protected, uh, we call it a trail-like experience, the bikeway next to the sidewalk. So again, it's like a multi-use path. It just continues um, up Butte Street where you make a right turn again at uh, Continental. Yes, so that is a super gnarly intersection for people walking and biking. You're headed up a hill. It's really hard for anyone to stop on a hill at an intersection, get on your bike instantly, and move through when the light changes. So, so this, this idea of the two-way protected on the right side of the road means that you don't have to do that. You don't have to get involved in the intersection. If you're walking and you want to go through, it's not so much a problem and that's fine. You could head up the hill and into downtown. But for people on a bike, it's so smooth to take that right turn onto Continental. It'll continue the trail-like experience down Continental and then you'll make a left turn onto Trinity where they'll continue the trail-like experience all the way back to Center Street where you take the left turn and go under Eureka Way again. So you have this, it's like a 5.1 mile loop that brings people in and out of downtown um, safely. The whole thing is going to be a trail-like experience. And I've gotten to ride that because on <coughs> Fridays, mm -hmm. um, you guys do guided tours. So if you are yes. interested 
in riding this downtown to diesel horse or diesel horse to downtown or connector loop, come on down to uh, Shasta Living Streets on Fridays in the morning. And it's a great way to start the day. Uh, Bryson uh, Mm -hmm. Schrader does a great, great tour. And Mm -hmm. um, you also have uh, a a big thing coming up with, I think it's bike sharing. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that. This is <laughs> this is a huge, huge development yeah. for you all. So if you think about, so we're building the bike depot, which many people know about across the street, brand new at the transit center. There'll be a um, restaurant cafe there as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. So that you yeah. got to come downtown and see that. Cause that used to be the bell rooms, the yes. historic bell rooms. And now it's this beautiful structure. It's not even done yet, but right. you can see the, the skeleton it's framework. It's going up fast. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, so the idea is if you think about this, so what we need to do to help the people who want to get around walking and biking, clean mobility, where there's a beautiful place, we're all outdoor active living people. So what we need to give them is high quality facilities like the loop trail I just described, safe, protected, and the kind of amenities. If you think about um, when driving first started and all the things that went in place to help people take up driving, it didn't happen immediately, right? So we there's all kinds of services and amenities that people need to truly um, use a bike for their daily transportation. So one of the things that helps is bike share. So it's not your bike, but these are bikes out on the street. And we just got, um, we just closed the funding gap we had, which is pretty exciting. The state grant of a million dollars to McConnell Foundation, uh, operator Shasta Living Streets. So we are now looking for a provider. Um, We have the funding we need. We have the plan in place. We did the uh, feasibility plan and study. So it will be um, downtown bike share. Uh, focused right here across the street um, with the residences here and people living in downtown, but also the people who visit downtown. So the bikes will be on the street and you can purchase a sort of a, a use uh, for a year. You could purchase use for a, a month, oh a gosh. day. Yeah, so it works for tourists. Other cities have these. I've used them a lot when I travel. Um it's super convenient. So it just means that if you end up in downtown and you need to get somewhere and you don't have your bike, um, you just hop on the bike. If, if you have um, purchased this year or month or whatever it is, um, the technology is on the bike. So, you know, you just uh, use your entry code and you ride it to where you want to go and you get off it and you leave it and you don't have to maintain the bike and you don't have to fix the tires, and you just, you know, it's just this awesome experience. And so for people living downtown and shopping and working downtown, they're fantastic because you don't have to keep a bike, you know, in whatever place you have. It's probably not as big as some of the big suburban houses with three-car garages. Yeah. So a lot of people don't want to keep a bike in their place in downtown. This way you have a bike at your use at all times. Whenever you want it, we think they're going to be e-bikes. Um, so pedal assist. You still have to pedal. It's oh, not man, a motorcycle. E-bikes but <laughs> are so wonderful. Yeah. So that'll help you get up and down the hills that we have here out of down, in and out of downtown. So, um, yeah, we expect to working on this right now um, hard and fast. And since we just got the announcement last week, um, 
So we think it should be up and running uh, probably in a year and a half, maybe sooner. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna be great. It's one of the important things to making our community truly uh, a place where you can choose to walk and bike for many of your daily trips. Well, Anne, I want to say thank you so much for all the great work that Shasta Living Streets and many partners have been doing to make our downtown and our community a more vibrant, bikeable, walkable, pedestrian-friendly district. Um, downtown to Dieselhorst or Dieselhorst to downtown uh, opens officially July 15th. Where can people find uh, information if they want to look that up? Uh, there's information on the city website, City of Reading, uh, downtown. They have a whole downtown section. There will be, there's information on our website, ShastaLivingStreets.org. If you have any questions at all, you can call or text Shasta Living Streets at 530-355-2230. That's our main number, and I probably will answer. Um, yeah, so you can also email me at a thomas at shastalivingstreets.org. And thank you so much, and I can't wait to officially ride <laughs> the downtown connector loop and the diesel horse of downtown. Thank you. Thanks.